0: Cutting that turkey for that day of Christmas, and and they just (laughs) yes, and sometimes um, one of the traditions of Peru for Christmas is that we take the turkey to the bakery, and you marinate it your own way. Every family does their own way, and they take that big old twenty pounder to the bakery, and they bake it the same way in the oven that they make the bread. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so they take it, you pay a certain amount of money, and you go and pick up your turkey like at 10 o'clock at night, because we do celebrate Christmas at midnight.
1: Welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Pleasure, friend, to have you stop by. Last time we got together, had a wonderful time visiting with the Meadows, Clay and Jackie Meadows, delightful couple that have become friends of mine over the last couple of years really through a hospital visit. where My mom was in the hospital, and Jackie was her nurse. Found out that she listens to Bot Radio Network, and that just began a relationship with her husband, Clay, who teaches Bible at First Assembly Christian School and has written a couple devotional books. A new book has been written, and we thought we would get together. And this time, Jackie was gracious to come in, and we discovered that they've got this brand-new video vlog called Nobody Listens to Me that's on YouTube. They're already up to 14 episodes. Episode 14 was on self-control. We talked about that a little bit last time, Metals, but it's good to have you back. Welcome back. Thanks Thank for having us back.
0: Yeah. Thank you. We're
1: glad to be back. Yeah, well, I'm so thankful that the babysitter was willing and able to <laughs> hang in there. It's, they've got to be related to you. I'm, I'm, well, they that's are. my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Being a grandparent myself, I'll take any opportunity to watch the grandkids. It's yes. always wonderful. I got a call yesterday afternoon. My kids mm-hmm. needed to go to the store and say, can you watch the girls? Yes, I'll be there. And so <laughs> we had more fun. We did a craft together. We played mm-hmm. together and just had more fun. Well, that's great. And something, too, and I think it kind of ties into where we left off last time when it talk about these virtues that second peter talks about second peter 1 5 through 8 and we're going to pick up on those some um, based on your book called brand yourself with honor seven biblical characteristics to practice daily we've got a copy here yes. in our hand available on amazon by the way or barnes and noble go to the websites and get your copy one of the things that we've been doing at our church recently is a series on parenting discipleship also including grandparents in the responsibility and role the grandparent okay. has to invest in the spiritual development of the grandkids, tag teaming, working together mm-hmm. to point them to Jesus. Yeah, that's yes. needed. I yeah. just
0: feel like I really couldn't be a parent if I don't call my mom or my dad. Yeah. So <laughs> the big advice comes from them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I tell you, they do so much. though. I mean, her parents and my parents have been a real blessing. For our kids. Our kids love them both.
0: And they're blessed to have, you know, both of them. So, That's right. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you look at Scripture, and particularly in Timothy. You know, Timothy was influenced by his mother and his grandmother. Mm-hmm. And it mentions his grandmother first, and then it talks about his mother there was a a spiritual directive, I think, that was possibly led, according to the text there, by the grandmother You know that maybe led the mom and then eventually impacted Timothy's life.
0: And actually, that makes me think about my mother. She was raised by her grandmother. So everything that she talks about, everything that she knows, it was taught by grandmother. She Mm -hmm. called it Mama Angelita. Uh, And mm -hmm. she, everything, it was because Mama Angelita said, you know. So all, even though until this day, her influence we do things because of Mama Angelita. Oh. And we're like, we're like, she died in like 1980 something, and we're still keeping her advice, you know?
1: Yeah. So, and your mom turned out to be a great lady, too. I'm pretty fortunate. Yeah. You know, as we move into this time of the year, too, Meadows, the holidays, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, mm-hmm. it's a time for families. Yes. And we know the dynamics has changed a lot over the past 18 months. Uh, I know you work, Jackie, as you mentioned on our last show, as a COVID nurse at a local hospital. You watch the dynamic of family change quite often when you see loved ones pass away because of COVID, dying alone, not being able to have a family member there with them. So you comfort a lot of those who are passing. We talked a little about that last time and know that this Thanksgiving and all all holidays, sadly, because we're fragile, because we're in the fallen world, there's death and there's dying but there's also Jesus the comforter. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, actually um, it was a point I was scared of covid, but in the middle of the process the actual suffering of the person it was it was what it changed me. I would say I cannot be afraid of something. I need to be moving towards how can I help? And that's when I realized I need to do something to Change my attitude, my posture to, through this, you know, through COVID. And I'm not going to let the idea of COVID get me because that's when I decide faith is bigger than fear. Fear cannot overtake me. So I said, you know what? I said, COVID, it's okay. I know mm-hmm. it's, it's a true thing, it has caused so much damage, but I chose Jesus and I said, no more. I need to keep moving forward. These patients, I have to keep, because as a nurse, you were thinking that you were facing leprosy all over again. The touch went away. Mm -hmm. I could not even, like in the hospital, we couldn't even take pictures together anymore. We were like separated. We couldn't even, we have to elbow each other all the time. And we were like, literally, I'm a huggy person. I'm huggable all the time, hugging people. And I was like, I felt too far away from people. And I feel like we are meant to be touched. And that touch was lost through COVID. And I said, we need to win that back. We need to keep touching each other. Mm -hmm. We are social people. God meant for us. That's why I think God created Eve, because Adam (laughs) was alone, And he had all these wonders in paradise without the touch of a person. So. I feel like COVID cannot steal the touch. Yeah,
1: the touch and the things we experience in life together. Mm -hmm. Even when you're watching something humorous on a TV show or, you know, a comedy, you have a tendency to to look at each other and to watch it and to know you're laughing. There's that human contact that God created. We need
2: that. Yeah. I mean, even a pat on the back or just shaking somebody's hand, it's a big deal, isn't it? It is. And
0: actually, in South America, we kiss in the cheek. Okay. Mm -hmm. You, you, You meet somebody, you kiss in the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard because it was a, an idea of COVID. You cannot touch anymore. So, I'm like, yeah. every time I was meeting somebody, I was bouncing. Yeah. I was like, oh, sorry, I don't think I can, you know, say hi to you anymore. Yeah. Hi, I did the American hi, you know, from distance. No more holy kiss. No yeah. more holy kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep, that's right. Well, yes. yeah. Well, we kind of started last time, as I mentioned, talking about one of the virtues that. Second Peter talks about. Chapter 1, is it? Verses 5 through 8, or is it chapter yeah. 2, I think? Uh, uh, yeah, Second Peter, chapter 1. Second yes. Peter, chapter yeah. 1, verses mm-hmm. 5 through 8. Those That's seven right. virtues, the seven characteristics, rather. Mm-hmm. Virtue, knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. This is something that we don't get to choose. This is really uh, a command.
2: It is. It sure is. I mean, it's something that I really believe our culture is really in desperate need of. I mean, you know, like Jackie was mentioning, touch. Um, it's something that it was taken away from us. And, and I, I don't know, maybe you can relate this to steadfastness, but I mean we gotta push through. You know, I mean we, we can't isolate ourselves and, and just be away from each other. We gotta push through
1: and live yeah. out these characteristics in this life. When you, you talk know? about these characteristics, what should these look like in a believer's life differently than a non believer in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ? Because can't a non-believer possess some of these things? Yes. I mean, what's the
2: difference? I think the difference is the motivation. I mean, why you do what you do. It's, uh, when I think about, let me take godliness for that matter. Uh, godliness, because it was difficult when I was doing the research for this. I thought, okay, virtue and godliness, they sound so much alike. And I thought, well, maybe, maybe the difference is this. Virtue is kind of what you do on the outside, but godliness is maybe why you're doing it. Now, I could be wrong on this, but... I read a book by Timothy Keller once called The Prodigal God, and he took the parable of the prodigal son, and he really hammered out that sometimes we even have to repent for the, the good things that we do because of why we did them. And he noted that the older brother in this story was the one that he seemingly obeys on the outside, where the younger brother goes out and squanders his wealth. The older brother stays home. But he said, if you look carefully at when the younger brother comes back and the parable is about to close out, if you really listen carefully what the older son says to the father, he said... That he doesn't, first of all, did not go into the party, right? And the father has to come out of the party to, to talk to him. And he says, well, you know, you never even sacrificed a goat for me and my friends. And then the father responds. He says, don't you know that everything I have is yours? Because one thing that Keller highlighted was that in those days, the older son would get the two-thirds of the inheritance and the younger would get the one-third. He makes a claim that the older brother was worried he's going to have to give up more of his inheritance because his brother's being welcomed back in the family. Yeah. So he really obeyed only to get the money. Because he said when the father's out looking on the horizon waiting for his son, he makes the argument, why is not the older son notice that? Why doesn't he do anything? Because my father once told me that when his brother ran away from home, he went out to go get him because he saw the pain that was in my grandparents' eyes. And he said, I can't take it. I got to go out, get my brother, bring him home. But this brother doesn't do that. Yeah. So I think the motivation of why we do what we do is highly
1: important. Well, wow, that's yeah. such a good word there, Clay. How has focusing on these virtues helped to challenge or enhance your relationship as a couple?
0: I just feel like Clay and I, we know each other, and we have to do it right at home so we can also be right outside. Yeah, We cannot be right outside and be a disaster at home. Yep. We have to start at home. As a couple, our relationship with God, our intimacy as a couple, we have to do it right first. The foundation Mm -hmm. is our home. That light will shine into the world. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And that's what the world needs to see. Yeah. And it's not just that we're being good, because there is Mm -hmm. nothing good in us apart from Christ. Right. But in Christ we have a desire to bear these things in his name for his glory. Yes. Because yes. it's yes. not, as you say, it's, it's a matter of who's it for. It's for him, right? That's right, yeah. Because yes.
2: that implies that you love him. And, you know, I think, you know, Jackie talked about how we want to do it right at home. And I think what motivates me at home is that I love her and that, you know, I don't, I don't do the dishes just because I want to earn brownie points. You know, I do that because I love her and I, I care about her. That way I can help alleviate some of the work she does the next day. So it, it's, um, it goes down to do we really love God? Do we love our spouse? That's kind of the motivation.
1: You mentioned last time you have two children, yes. a boy and a girl. I think the boy is the oldest. Yes, he is. Eight he and is. 11, I believe. Yes. 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 Is. yes, Which is a really good time to disciple your children at home. Mm-hmm. I know you said you homeschooled, Jackie. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that's a dual relationship. When you're homeschooling, yes, both it's, parents it's, should it's, be involved. Yeah. But have you been able to incorporate these characteristics as a teaching time and to help instill this into your children?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, if we go back to Brand Yourself with Honor, the biggest um, characteristic that we're trying to include in our homeschool program is self-control. Because, like I said, it is very easy to be quick to speak. You know, it's very easy yeah. to just cause damage with our words. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we homeschool is because we were trying to recover the kids from things that were told to them. And that was one of the things I had to be careful with myself because I'm very quick to speak. And I have to really some time to bite my tongue and say, you know what, I need to rethink what I'm about to say because I don't want to hurt my own kids. I'm trying to be the teacher, the new teacher, the different teacher, the one that they're going to remember by, you know, because you remember your teacher in elementary. Yes. So I want to mm-hmm. be remembered by, and I wanted Joshua to, one day he came Mom. I don't ever want to be back to school i want you to homeschool me through college (laughs) and i said um i don't do college level baby i think i can do that after your senior year and we can do after that you can go to college but mommy will do only senior year after senior year
1: by then but yeah but he
0: was like college i'm like i don't want to do college maybe you could do
1: a home ec class or something teach her how to cook some food or something but i've never
0: thought that he will say i want Mm -hmm. you back yeah, I want you back. So he mm-hmm. wants me back as a teacher. Oh, so yeah. something good I might be doing. So he must
2: be doing something. Yeah, yeah. to me, it's created a stronger dynamic at home. You know, it's been there's been a close, a real closeness there, a uh, real tight knit. I mean, we've um, when I think about you know incorporating the, this teachings, I, I believe that you know she's done a great job with helping him with the self control, and we, we it's like we tag team. We we take whatever areas we're strong in, we try to just help him
1: in those areas and. I guess we kind of tackle it as we see what's necessary. Well, you talk about self-control. It's something you're focusing on. I think that's a great thing because as adults in the home, we can not always have self-control. Yes. And our kids pick that up. Well, they do. You know, they yes. learn it quick. Yeah. And so when they get into a stressful or challenging situation, they might not use self-control. They've been watching mom or yeah. dad not use self-control. Right.
0: And it's pretty common these days to see panic attacks. Mm-hmm. That's very common. And I remember the first time I saw a panic attack, honestly, as a nurse, I got frightened. I was like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. And I was like... And this is not only because it's in the hospital. It has become pretty common in our kids and our teenagers. And uh, it's something that is it's no, it's like homegrown. You need to start teaching them when, when they're little because life is stressful. Yes. And you're gonna, they're going to be throwing you punches all the time. So you need to be able to handle them. So.
1: That's a great word there, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Well, as we start moving in towards the Thanksgiving holiday, what are some family traditions in the Meadows home? Sure. Yeah, we uh, we're trying to cultivate our own new ones still, aren't we? Yes. We. Um, one
2: of my favorites is that uh, when we came together, because you know in Peru, Peru they didn't have Thanksgiving. Yes. And one of the things my wife has started to cook is beef ribs, and they are really, really good. But well, you got to I mean, tell
0: them that you're allergic to chicken.
2: Yes. That that's kind of the bad part. That's why she does it because I can't eat any chicken or turkey. I'm allergic to all poultry. So, and her side of the family, they don't eat ham. So. Beef ribs, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds delicious. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: it's actually, yeah. I follow um, a recipe. How do you cook them? Just Peruvian spices. Yes. Spices. I go to the farmer's market.
1: You're able to find the spices? Yeah,
0: actually, I go to aisle number five.
1: Aisle number five.
0: Yeah. And farmer's market in Cordoba.
1: <laughs> and so tell me some of the spices you pull from the shelf.
0: Actually, uh, it's called panca paste. It's a um, pepper that's called panca, and there's another yellow sauce that is called escabeche sauce, which is an orange sauce. It's just nothing but Peruvian spices, mm-hmm. and you have to follow the recipe so it can taste like Peru. Oh, seeing
2: her family start showing up to try to get those ribs, I'm like... I'm allergic to turkey. You go get the turkey;
1: these are mine. <laughs> so, do you grill them? Do you cook them in the oven? The
0: oven, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the oven. In the oven, yeah. in the oven, yeah. yeah. So,
1: how long do you cook them?
0: I'm like bad with with number; like I just go by the eyesight. Yeah, so yeah. I looked at it, and she like it's ready. She, yeah. So, do you
1: marinate the meat first? Yes,
0: yes, yes. I cooked them and get them and the and soak them with apple cider vinegar yeah. overnight, and just just follow the recipe. So, the first
2: time she did them was on New Year's Eve when our son um, was a baby, or was he? Eating? Yes. Yeah. That was the first time she did it. And I was like, you've got to do this again. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this was really good. Yeah. You
1: know, it's nice to break things up, too, you know, because mm-hmm. the American holidays, usually, you know, your turkey and. Whether yeah. you have uh, stuffing or dressing, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know what you call it, but you right. know, some people have their own choices. Yeah. But sometimes it's fun just mm-hmm. to break it up a little bit sure. and experience the culture from each other. And I was yeah. wondering in what ways that you might incorporate traditions from your family in Peru and, and as you celebrate Christmas. Are there different ways that you celebrate Christmas in Peru that you have tried to incorporate into your family?
0: Actually, for us, the biggest thing is a turkey. We just, everybody, sometimes people raise their own turkeys the whole year, yeah, and yeah. they get fat in that turkey for that day of <laughs> yeah. Christmas, and and they the just, <laughs> yes, and sometimes um, one of the traditions of Peru for Christmas is that we take the turkey to the bakery, and you marinate it your own way, every family does their own way, and they take that big old 20-pounder to the bakery, and they bake it the same way in the oven that they make the bread. Really? Yes. Yeah, so they take it, you pay a certain amount of money, and you go and pick up your turkey like at 10 o'clock at night, because we do celebrate Christmas at midnight. <laughs>
1: They do. I I learned that my daughter-in-law I told yeah. you is from Nicaragua, okay. and so the Christmas yes. celebration begins at midnight. Yeah, it does. they've yes. been cooking all day. I, I remember
0: the first Christmas of Clay with the cruise. Oh, he was man. sleeping the couch I about midnight. Out. He couldn't handle it. He was. It I was, tried. Yes. Well, we were all chirpy and ready to go, drinking hot chocolate and um, yeah. big turkey on the table. Yeah. Yep. Do you miss those times? I do, did, but did, you yeah. know what? It's... 18 years in America, so something changed inside of me. I cannot yeah. handle Christmas at midnight anymore. We do it we do it the American way. We that do it early. Aged. Yeah, we do it early, and we're aging, too. I'm not yeah. 20 anymore. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. When our kids were little, and a lot of children would get so excited about Christmas morning, yeah. get mom and dad up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> our kids always, up in Christmas uh-huh. morning, uh, 9 o'clock, 9.30, and they're yeah. still saying down to sleep, you know, and you have to go wake them up and say, this sounds some like time, our kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. It's funny how they change. Well, how do you guys keep from getting overly stressed during the holidays? Oh, man, it, it, we have to be intentional about it. Because, I mean, if we're
2: traveling, uh, it can happen. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure you've had drama during family events. But I guess we just try to slow ourselves down and take time with each other. Just me, jacking and the kids and... But I guess we just have to be
1: intentional about do, it. Do you, do you feel the pressure to buy a lot of gifts?
0: I don't. No. Do you you feel, heard how fast I answer. I yeah, say yeah. I don't. You don't. <laughs> oh yeah. Because, like I was telling Clay, I want to raise my kids yeah. the way they raised me, and it was not abundant. It was necessary. And I don't want them to get have 20 different gifts because life doesn't treat you that way. Eventually, you will grow up and you realize that you're not going to get 20 gifts, and it's going to be okay. One gift can make a difference in your life. So. If it does yeah. for me, it will do for you. So what? we just get one single gift, yeah. and if anybody wants to do, you know, like grandparents and all that, we're fine with that. You know, so I think
2: that's when we had one of our first disagreements when I was trying to get them two, and you said just one. <laughs> so it's like not two, no, just one.
1: Yeah. Just okay. one. Right. Yeah. So would you yeah. have a tendency maybe to celebrate birthdays a little bigger, or still one gift for the birthday?
0: Um, just one gift for the birthday.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I'm just trying
0: to follow the saying. I'm a copycat of my parents, and I'm trying to follow the same traditions. And I felt like I'm a good person, and that turned out uh, pretty good, um, my opinion. But uh, I feel like... my kids can do the same because mm-hmm. if i don't transfer my feelings my traditions my who i am um it might be forgotten in this generation yeah so i want my kids to carry um uh, don't forget uh, my background and who who i am and i feel mm-hmm. like uh it was hard we have to press on at the beginning to if you really want something to make a difference you got to press on and i have to push a little harder sometimes yeah. um to teach him certain things. Like, it was hard to say one gift, because... You when you are little, your kids you want to buy them these and these and this and this and this, yeah. and this poor kid don't even have time to play with older toys. Yes. And like it's yeah. play say they might be forgotten in a month. And yeah. you spend mm-hmm. all this money when you can be doing something else with it. So you know, I
1: yeah. think it's interesting. We had been involved when our kids were little, wanted to do something like a project where you take gifts to mm-hmm. not homeless but those in, in neighborhoods who might not have had the yeah. same amount that you had, you know. We would go and take these gift boxes present them to the families yes. and share and sometimes we would walk in and they we would walk out and my kids would say dad they've got yes. this new game or they got this new tv that we didn't have so it's challenging when you're raising your kids a certain way yeah. especially holiday times mm-hmm. and you want to not put the focus on the gifts right but then they see their friends have things that they don't have. That's you know, right. yeah. Explain that, yeah. and then they That's come right. back
0: to your house with the gimmies.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, they do. You know, I, I got to admit, I had, a, I had a student today I was talking to, and he and he shared really something pretty incredible with me. He said that uh, you know his birthday's fairly close to Christmas, and he said that one year he said, you know, there's really nothing I want. He said, "Mom, Dad, would you would you just help me get um, some you know Operation Christmas Child? Would you help me get more boxes this year than normal?" So I can help these kids in need. And I thought, that's incredible. I think he did 15 boxes for girls and 15 boxes for boys. Wow. I thought, what an incredible gesture. You know, and so you know, and he's a high school. He's a ninth grader. Yeah. I thought, it can work. It really can.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think mm-hmm. we, as parents, set the standard, like you said, Jackie, yeah. and I think it's good to keep it sure. in a level that teaches them these yeah. values and really what it's all about. Yeah we're celebrating the greatest gift that was yes, given are. to us, something that we don't deserve, we can't earn. It's a free gift that That's Jesus right. paid on the cross for us. And when he came, it's that precious baby in a manger yes. to grow, to carry our sins to the cross. And that gift he gives us, we celebrate. Well, this has been great these last couple of days as we have uh, been talking with the medals, Clay and Jackie metals, about this book too. Basically, it's foundational in our conversation. It's called Brand Yourself with Honor, Seven Biblical Characteristics to Practice Daily. It's a 40-day daily devotional. I would encourage you, friends, if you're looking for a Christmas gift, as a family, you would like to go through this. Mm -hmm. Why not get a copy of this now? Walk through it as you begin the new year. Celebrate family time together in your book. What about
2: that? Yeah, I think that'd be great. I mean, to me, it's um, it's a perfect stocking stuffer. It's a good way to get together with your family and, and just read this together. I've actually got a fellow colleague of mine who says that, she, so far, she, with every devotional of God, which is only two, but she said her and her husband both have gone through them more than once, and they do it a lot of times at Christmas together
1: as a family. It's a great time to yeah. find ways that you can connect and work on these seven biblical characteristics that we can practice and encourage each other, sharpen each other on. Yeah, yeah. We need that help. Well, this has been great. Now, if folks wanted to get a copy of your book,
2: you told us last time. That's right. Amazon.com, or you can go to Barnes & Noble. And just search Clay Meadows, and you should be able to find both my devotionals. One, the first one is a devotional and like you said, this next one is Brand Yourself with Honor.
1: And the yeah. Nobody Listens to Me yes, cast or the vlog. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, yeah.
0: we do um, videos on Tuesdays, and they're in Spanish for yeah. the Hispanic community. And actually, Fridays, we're doing English. Mm-hmm with clay so yep. yeah um,
1: and, and so clay yeah. translates the spanish to english right oh no boy.
0: <laughs> not, <laughs> i wish not, not yet
1: no well, yeah someday that didn't put you on the spot clay <laughs> no I'm, it's gonna happen someday
2: it's gonna take a lot of the holy spirit to help me with that so try.
1: how far along are you and can you uh, communicate we, uh, are you better, a listener, I'm better or?
2: listening uh, i can pick up on things with her family but in terms of communicating and speaking I'm I'm just putting things together. She was just recently trying to teach me about everything in the kitchen, because I'm trying to take it room by room, (laughs) how to learn Spanish so I can communicate with her dad and her mom. But I'm I'm getting there. Are the kids Slowly. picking it up? Oh, perfect. they are perfect. Yeah. perfect. They know more than me. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So I really need to hurry up. And they have that ability to do that. Yeah, yeah. they do. They're sponges. They are. And yeah. also, you can uh, catch you guys on uh, Facebook too. Yes, yes, yes. yes. that's We right. right. have Facebook page. Yeah, we sure yeah. do. Uh, Clay Meadow's office. Okay. Yep. Yep. Also, wanted to mention too. Are you available? to Either one of you to go out and share maybe with a, a small group or yes. a setting might want you to come and talk Absolutely. about your book? Yeah, we'd be happy to do that. Okay, yes, Lovely.
0: will be. Yeah. A great pleasure. Yeah. We really enjoy that. And
1: how would folks contact you? Well, they can
2: contact us through, um, I guess, Facebook. They can contact me through my Clint Meadows Authors page or even my personal page. They can do that. That's probably the easiest way to contact me through is that.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, a special celebration for yeah. you guys for christmas and thanksgiving thank yeah. you so much for stopping by these past two days yes thanks and shira <laughs> this has been fantastic yeah. i really enjoyed our time together yeah, have too. thanks for having us thank, thank you, you for having yeah. us yeah absolutely thank you jackie thank you clay thank yeah. you so much for stopping by well friends that's all the time we have on this edition of mid-south viewpoint we appreciate you stopping by have a great day we'll talk to you next time bye-bye
0: and when the nutrients that god makes are depleted from your body you will die and yeah, I have no idea how long that's going to be.
1: I have a tendency to overwork myself because I want to prove I'm worthy of people's love and attention. That's definitely a trap that I'm struggling with.
0: The cutest little carousels with... Um, Swimming with, fish? Well, no, they're the... Seahorses. <laughs> Seahorses! I, Seahorses, I, <laughs> think yes. of that, it just left my mind. So
1: what I had in my living room over this series of meetings were highly
2: functioning within the church culture, biblical illiterates. So critical race theory
1: is a a way to destroy this country, destroy the family and destroy the church. Mid-South Viewpoint is people telling God-sized stories from all walks of life. Listen Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 3 p.m. on AM 640 or anytime with the Bot Radio Network mobile app or on Spotify and iTunes podcast.